This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Bruton comes in, and I know the minute he sees me sitting there, and it's just George. you and George. Well, yeah, I mean, he probably started pitting out. I mean, oh my gosh! I mean, why is she sitting there with him? And so he said, "I see you've met the governor of Texas." And I said, "Not yet. Is he going to be in here?" <laughs> Welcome to Kelly Earnhardt Miller's Fast Lane Family, presented by Wella Professionals. Salon care products that you can experience with your senses. Get high performance you can see, touch, and sense. Welcome to Fast Lane Family. Today's show is going to be a good one. It's going to be some serious because I got Marcus Smith in the room with me. <laughs> it's going to be quite funny because I got his other half, Cassie Smith, in the room hey. with me. Hey. <laughs> yes. Very funny. Uh, my hope, Amanda, is that we don't go out of control today. So Marcus Smith, the COO of Speedway Motorsports and president of Charlotte Motor Speedway. And uh, like I said, most importantly, his wife Cassie is here. This is all going to be my fault if this goes down the wrong way because <laughs> I invited Cassie along with us today. Um, stick around for our Well Professionals Tip of the Week. We're going to learn how to create that faux hawk style that's been the rage on the red carpet. Can you do that to your hair, Cass? You know what? I can do anything to faux my hair. Faux hawk? <laughs> yes, I'll try. You probably have a faux hawk. Um, well, I do. I have three. She actually. has an afro yeah. hawk. I, I know no, the I have afro. three faux hawk wigs <laughs> in different colors. Yes. All right, so let's dive right in. So we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff, but I usually like to start just uh, letting my audience uh, get to know who you are, and Marcus, obviously you've grown up in racing. I wanted to kind of hear how that got started, and, and I don't really know a lot about your dad and sure. how he got involved in racing and that yeah. kind of thing. So cool. start us off there. Okay, sure. Um, so my dad, Bruton Smith, started in racing when he was a kid. Uh, I love to, to hear him tell the story of his first race. He was eight years old, went to a race with his dad and his brothers, and uh what he remembers most is the pre-race show, the the stunt where you had uh, he had a, a bus jumping some cars, and uh, he remembers the the promoter of the race uh, at that time was a, was a guy named Sam Nunes, and uh, you can look him up on the internet and see some Sam Nunes stuff. But um, my dad, from that point, eight years old, was hooked on racing and knew that he wanted to be a, a racing promoter. Because um, growing up on a farm in Oakboro, North Carolina, he um, was a child of the Depression. Uh, they didn't have a lot of money. When he went, you know, hunting, it was uh, for food, and um, they would, you know, just just live on the on the farm. And uh, had his first job when he was 12 years old uh, in a sawmill. And uh, but at that time, the guy uh, Sam Nunes that was promoting the race had the biggest car he'd ever seen, and he thought, "That's what I want to do when I grow up." And so uh, you yeah, fast forward a few years in 1959, my dad built Charlotte Motor Speedway uh, with Curtis Turner. And today we've got eight speedways around the country and we've put on big parties and uh, host races and try to put on the, the very best shows that we can. In 1959, when your dad built the racetrack, was he also involved in the automotive business at that point? He was. Um, you know, he, he bought his first car um, when he was 17 years old and sold it and made a little bit of money. And he uh, decided, well, I'll, I'll do that again. And before too long, he had kind of a makeshift used car lot on his mom's front yard in Concord. <laughs> and they told him, you got to get a real dealer lot to have a, to have a business. So he had to move his uh, lot a little bit uh, and, and get a dealer license and started in the car business and was in the racing business. Now, the first race he promoted was at the Charlotte Fairgrounds when he was 18 years old. And he um, you know, promoted a race at... at Made a little bit of money, and uh, he decided to do it again. Didn't realize that he was embarking on a on a lifelong career, but knew he liked it. 
and um, one thing led to another, and you know, built Charlotte. You know, kind of rebuilt. He loves to build things, so <laughs> every speedway that uh, we have has been built and rebuilt uh, <laughs> to be, you know, as as big and and beautiful as it can be. In 1959, what what's the story that he tells when? How do you just decide to build a racetrack in 1959? Like, what's the? Yeah, well, at the how time, how much did it cost, and what was the what was going on? Sure. So uh, at the time, NASCAR um, or, or stock car racing was um, was really catching on. People were into it in the 50s, and and at this time, there was um, you know, the first NASCAR race was run in Charlotte, near where the current uh, Charlotte Airport is, and uh, that's where my dad ran his first race. But uh, in 59, you actually had Curtis Turner and my dad, Bruton Smith, kind of with this idea to build uh, a racetrack. Uh, Curtis Turner had his site down in South Charlotte, and my dad's um, was where it is today. And it uh, turns out that was the better land, so my dad and Curtis got together and uh, decided, let's, let's build this thing together. They raised a million dollars selling stock for a dollar a share, had you know, a few other larger investors to come in on it, and, uh, you know, they put a lot of bulldozers to work. And my dad says they worked 11-hour uh, shifts. They had an hour for, uh, you know, fueling and, and repairs and whatnot for the, for the equipment. But they just uh, worked continually and eventually uh, got the track ready for June of 1960 and ran the race. It's crazy. Yeah. Good stories. So you have, there's four of you siblings in your family. Right. Obviously, because your dad owned a racetrack, I can I know the introduction. But kind of what was that like, and and when did you really kind of take notice of, about motorsports and your direction? Sure. Uh, your brothers uh, work in the dealership side. Yeah. You may have done that as well. You know, growing up, we would uh, in the summer times we would ride to uh, the dealership where my dad's office is. We would ride there. Our summer job was washing cars, moving cars around the lot, and uh, you know we did that uh, for a few summers, and then. When I was old enough to drive, um, my my brother David and I would drive out to the speedway and work out there. You know, yard work, um, painting, any kind of grunt work you can imagine, <laughs> uh, picking up trash and, and that sort of thing. We all get started doing those yeah. old jobs, don't good. we? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Good. Uh, it was good stuff, and you know, just worked hard and and um, enjoyed that. But um, you know, we we just kind of grew up around it, kind of took it for granted. You know, it was a place. The speedway was a place that we went on the weekends and uh, did some hunting and uh, <laughs> rode motorcycles and go-karts and uh, had a lot of fun with that. Our um, our hunting also had a purpose. We were um, not necessarily hunting, but we were shooting a lot of pigeons because they would roost up under the grandstands and create a big mess. And uh, so dad would take the boys out there, had you know three boys, and we would uh, set up in the grandstand or in the stairway uh, in the back of the grandstand and he would fire off a shot underneath, and the pigeons would would run out, and um, we would hit them as they came out, and then we'd hit them as they come back in, and it was good fun for us, but it was also good pest control. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Easy and cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a good time with that. But you know, later on, we we would go to the races. We always enjoyed it. Um, on pole days were on uh, Wednesday, and we get out early at school and go out to the to pole days at the track and. Um, you know, get our picture with uh, guys like Richard Petty and Daryl Waltrip and uh, Cale Yarbrough and I mean, just uh, what about Dale really Earnhardt. Cool. Did you get your picture with Dale? A <laughs> couple of times, actually. The first time I um, I met your dad, I was um, I was an intern in the marketing department 
and you know the contingency stickers the tracks could sell contingency programs to uh, people like uh, you know a gasket company or a spark plug company one of my jobs I would go down into the garage and I had all these stickers and, uh, and I'd have to go to a team and say hey who do I talk to about contingency programs so I got to the number three good wrench trailer and I asked a guy you know wearing a crew shirt hey who do I talk to about contingency program and I got all these stickers and and uh, they pointed at your dad and oh my <laughs> gosh I was <laughs> nervous and probably started sweating you know and I went up to him Mr. Earnhardt may I talk to you about contingency stickers and he uh, he he was great you know and uh said yes to a few and no to a few and that was uh that was pretty cool for me oh my gosh that that had to be pretty intimidating because gosh that would be in the late 80s so yeah. you're just a teen you know oh, out man. of school teenager the glasses 16, 17, 18. the mustache <laughs> i was definitely intimidated <laughs> now you actually went to school to study to be a doctor Is that yeah, right? yeah i started started uh being a doc i i just wasn't really into nascar um until my senior year in high school okay and um 92 actually was my uh, kind of turning point. I saw the um, the all-star race under the lights, and that was really when I got to be a race 92. fan. 92, was that the Kyle Petty? That was Davey Kyle Allison. and Davey, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and your dad in yeah. uh, you know, that last lap. That, that race, the first big track, big race under the lights, just everything about it was amazing. And, I mean, that's when I got to be a NASCAR fan. And uh, I just have loved it ever since. I don't know why it clicked, but um, yeah, I've been to a lot of races and always pulled for David Pearson or Richard Petty um, you know, back then. And then um, all of a sudden, I'm a huge NASCAR fan, uh, starting in 92 with that all-star race. And I just, just uh, loved it ever since then. Awesome. Yeah. Cassie, did you grow up around here? I did. You did. I did. So were you introduced to racing at early age, or how did that click for you? Oh, Lord. Or just when you met Marcus? <laughs> yes, just when I met Marcus. Mm -hmm. She finally yeah. got some sense. No. <laughs> you know, I really, I had never been to a race before, and I, I was an orthodontic assistant when we were dating, and a lot of the girls there, they loved, you know, NASCAR racing, and I promise you, I mean, I had never been to one, and I'm just being honest because I love <laughs> Jesus and I can't lie, but... I had never really wanted to go to one either. And so uh, that first race for me was very interesting. <laughs> very. <laughs> yes. I can elaborate, but. <laughs> what do you like about it? Well, it, my gosh, the first race <laughs> that he takes me to is the Coca-Cola 600, which is like the war and peace of racing. Okay. <laughs> and so, and I had just sung a solo in church and I oh, was God. tired and. You know, I'd been up since 5.30 that morning, and, and I'm going to wear my dress to the race, okay? Because Not you know, back then. No, th hello, <laughs> I know that now. So, you know, I'm leaving straight from church, and we're down mm. on the infield, and I got my little church dress on, and the people are, like, standing <laughs> up against the fence. Nice dress, sweetheart. And I'm just like, are you kidding? I mean, it, in me, I'm about to cry. Well, so then we get up in the suite. And I see the buffet and things are starting to look up, you know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> food. Yeah, food. But my attention span is about five seconds. So That's why I actually was going to give you the opportunity to speak. <laughs> yeah, because I'm telling you, it, right now I'm just like, hey, I want to go in. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sitting in the suite, and Marcus, was he wasn't with me at the time. I don't know where he was. And I'm sitting between strangers, you know, and there was a caution, I guess, and it got really quiet. And I leaned in and said, 
could you just let me know when the halftime is? <laughs> and I promise you, everyone in there, it was like that E.F. Hutton commercial. They're all just looking at me, and I'm like, what? What did, you I, know, say what did I say wrong? <laughs> so I really had to pray about how much I loved him because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, if I got to sit, like, do I have to sit through all of this? But now I know I don't really have to sit and be still. I just... You could just be you. I can just be, yeah. I don't know any other way to be. Yeah. Me. Now yeah. when we go to the races, she's like, she's off. She's busy going she's got around. Her own thing. Yeah. Around. As My long goodness. as I can keep going and yeah. stay busy and talk, you know, just, yeah. I can't just watch. So people need to know the background on Cassie. She's got an arsenal of wigs and microphones <laughs> and costumes. Disco balls. And, oh, props, you name it. What is the status of traveling with you when you oh have to gosh. take such stuff? <laughs> well, yes. I will tell you that um, there are many times that I have forgotten to pack underwear and pajamas. Oh but you've God. got the Afro wig. Never the wigs, the disco ball. Sorry, Marcus. It's true. Sorry. It is um, true. It's true. Like, I will pack those things first, my prop thing, and a coffee maker, because I always have to have my own coffee maker. So I just go and buy one, and then I have all the stuff. But I usually have a microphone in my purse just in case. <laughs> I love wake up morning coffee with Cass. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, my children are kind of over it, but anyway. it's a lot better than waking up grumpy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she wakes up, turns the radio Carson's on. Carson's told me, you know, I wish that we did this in our house, mom, but I'm like, we have a three year old that, you know, I don't want to wake up. And your kids are older, so it yes, works. Yes, they wake up. You know, they got to get up. That. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> got to get going. They got to get going. Yeah. Sometimes they come in and I've got the wig on, you know, and it's 6 a.m. I've been up since 5 15. And, you know, I have a wig on and, and I hold a microphone and my Sometimes Coke Zero. in your robe. <laughs> well, it's always in that Christmas robe. I just feel like that's my staple. But anyway, so um, I gave him all the disclaimers before we. You know, guy. I said, you need no. to be I sure. mean, he, y'all been married a long time. This yes, is, you we gotta, have. I want to. I did go down oh, yeah. the list with you, Marcus. I did. So, yeah. <laughs> as if you didn't know the list already, right? She's gotten more dramatic as the years have. Oh, gone they by. have. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So on the way up, she sent me this great video, and <laughs> I just love the fact that you're just honed in on the road Marcus you're not giving her you're just barely paying her attention you did crack a smile and then it was like you almost couldn't not smile <laughs> she's just the camera goes to you she goes to her it goes to you goes to her how do you do it oh my gosh I, I would be in stitches all day long I just think it's awesome I've told Cassie okay I oh, wish hello I, I, I mean know. it's awesome in <laughs> the so fact sweet. that it's so real you know oh, and yeah. it's like if if people just like you said if you woke up singing every day instead of being grumpy look at the world and how it could be i mean yeah. i just love it mm-hmm. well thank you marcus she used says to wake mm-hmm. up grumpy <laughs> she used to she used to traipse down the hall we have a ranch house and so when the kids the, were younger yeah, yeah on the on the one end well of the i house, can understand your grumpiness then oh, yeah. we yeah. just yeah. talked about my sleep. nine-year-old yeah, <laughs> so. but it's uh but it's fun you know you, hear the music going and um, yeah. you just got to be careful because sometimes you go into the kitchen and she may be doing one of her videos and um, you, you can't know. make noise and stuff well and the kids just or. walk in them now I mean yeah. Gracie will just come in in the middle of the video and Have just a cameo. open the thing and get her bowl yeah, yeah. or whatever so how many times I, I told uh, you guys a story about Kennedy yesterday in this parent lesson that I played how many times have you can you count the number of times that your kids have been like totally embarrassed oh my gosh you know, they're. I think they're over it now. I think they're. They're just numb to There's it. There's got to be some major times in their life that you've um, stung them with. I that. Think, Ooh, how about uh, when you went and you told the kids about 
what's the granny outfits you do and you, you're reading books oh and about yeah well I used to go to the school at their school and being a dental assistant and I, during dental <laughs> awareness month I would dress up well they didn't know it was me at first so I go into Graham's classroom and I have the grandma like mama's family yeah kind of Vicki yeah. Lawrence I had the, the wig on and I had a house coat and I had some padding in my bottom and up here and I had on the socks and the slippers and I have a walker. And so I'm walking in. And these are like, you know, first, second graders. And I'm walking in like an old lady. But what's so great, and they're filming this, is all of a sudden I get all the way in. And I got those nasty Billy Bob teeth, you know, just jacked up. I mean, you grill. have every prop under the sun. Every prop under the sun. Well, I'm going in, and the kids are like, some of them are scared. Some of them are laughing. And I have the walker, and then they hit the music, and it plays James Brown. Get up off of that thing. And so I throw the walker <laughs> down and just start doing, you know, the shimmy all over the room. And the kids are sitting there Indian style, just, <gasps> you know, they don't know what to say. And so I start talking about why you need to brush your teeth, because you don't want your teeth to look like Miss Erlene's teeth, okay? <laughs> and Graham, bless his heart, he's sitting there in the front row, and he looks at the little boy beside him. He said, that's not Miss Erlene. That's my mama. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think he was mortified. Because then, then you hear him going, that's not how her teeth look. Those are her teeth. And, you know, all this the is, kids are just. That's not her body. That's not oh, her robe. Man. Yeah, I think that was embarrassing. But they're really just past it now because yeah. they know. I sing in restaurants. I sing my order whenever you we everywhere. go. everywhere. Hair's teeter. Everywhere. Target. Everywhere. Um, I love the Party weather. Party city. Weather girl. Party, Party city. Got my people You've got friends city. everywhere. Yes. I bet you love Party City. You just oh. walk around they there and everything. When I walk oh. in, they all, like, let me go comb my hair because they know they're going to be in a video. <laughs> so, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. It is. I absolutely love it. We'll have to tell people how to follow you on Twitter so they can see some of your antics from time yes. to time. Gassy girl. You'll never, gassy girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you might want to explain that We won't go there. Yeah, yeah, you might. Yeah. <laughs> you you do have to tell the story. I think it was President Bush and the oh, uh, yeah. mustard. Well, I try to give you the condensed version. Yeah, it's uh, a long story. So anyway, basically the first race in Texas that we went to. Um, 97. 97. We didn't have kids then. And they, we had a bad rain or something before then. Yeah, and there the was mud race. everywhere. So they didn't have all the paving done. So Marcus took me up to the suite and left me there. He said, I got to go help with parking. So I'm going to leave, you know, there's food. You can get something to eat. <laughs> this was pre-gluten-free days. So I could eat gluten back in the day. And I go to the buffet and there's not many people in the suite. And I put three corn dogs on my plate because I can eat. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> and this gentleman comes up and stands beside me and he said, are you going to eat all those? And I look at him like, yeah, I'm going to eat all these. And so I get my food and I go sit down. Well, there's empty seats everywhere and of course he comes over and says can I sit beside you and I'm thinking dude really I mean there's all these seats okay sure sit down well to make a long story short he was going back for dessert and I said okay you know could you get me two more corn dogs and his name was George we'd already you know introduced ourselves <laughs> get me two more corn dogs and he said two more I said George don't judge just give oh me two more corn God. dogs <laughs> so and look I want a clean plate but here's the most important thing do not, George, are you listening, George? Please do not bring me the gray poupon. I do not want that fancy, grainy mustard. I want white trash French's mustard, okay? <laughs> what kind of mustard do I want? <laughs> white trash mustard. So George comes back. He's got the corn dogs. 
you know, George put the gray poupon on my plate. I said, George, <laughs> what is that? He said, oh, my word, I got the wrong mustard. Yes, you did. <laughs> he went back and got the right mustard. So anyway, we sit there and talk. And it did seems you really like, sent him back? Yeah, I did. Oh, my god. He did it willingly. I mean, he was really nice. <laughs> Long story short, Bruton comes in. And I know the minute he sees me sitting there And it's just George, you and George. Well, yeah, I mean, he probably started pitting out. I mean, oh, my gosh. I mean, why is she sitting there with him? And so he said, I see you've met the governor of Texas. And I said, not yet. Is he going to be in here? <laughs> And he said, uh, this is him. And I said, George, are you a governor? Get out of town. Because at some point in our conversation, I saw the word Texas on his jacket. And I asked George if he worked at the Speedway because we were at Texas Motor Speedway. And I'm like, George, do you work here? Well, look, you know George so humble. He said, no, I work for the state of Texas. And I'm thinking, what does that okay, mean? Okay. Right. So Bruton said, this is George Bush. And I said, like the president. We had a president named George Bush. And he said, that's my dad. <laughs> and in oh. four seconds, I'm going through all the things that I said to George. Okay. Get oh. me the right mustard, George. White trash. White trash. George. You know, whatever. And I did not know there were two George Bushes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know who this, the governor of Texas was. I barely knew probably who the governor of my own state. <laughs> so anyway, that was just one of many foot in the mouth. I mean, they just keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's just one. Okay, well, let's let's get back to business for a few minutes. You guys have, do you have the auto fair coming up at the we sure do. racetrack scene? Yeah, auto fair and uh, drag racing. And dra that's right. Drag yep. racing is always Carson's birthday weekend, so I never get to attend drag racing, but it's always like birthday celebration so weekend. Loud. No one Carson, she could come out there and compete. <laughs> She probably could. <laughs> yeah. What we can see auto fair. I know my father-in-law is coming for the auto fair. Oh, he good. is a uh, he comes down from Pennsylvania, flies in just for a day of the auto fair, oh, flies awesome. back. Awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. one of my favorite Spring events. And fall. One of my yes. favorite cuz I love the old cars. Oh, that's great. It's coming up in uh 2 weeks and then the week after that we've got the drag race and then we got 2 weeks before the Bank of America 500. That's so, right. And yeah. anything big coming up for the Charlotte Race weekend that's new and different? Um, I know you got, got Hunter Hayes. Yeah, Hunter Hayes there. is going to yeah. be a free race yeah. entertainment. Um I I've, I've heard a lot of uh a lot is of people Gracie talking excited about that. About that? A lot of girls I've heard. <laughs> yes, heard from. she is. Yeah. yeah. Yes, she is. Uh, all the girls have said, yes. man, Hunter Hayes Hunter is coming. Hayes. Yeah, yeah. So he puts on a great show. He did a great um, promotional hit with us um, already, and, and he's going to come out and do a little bit more. What's the process of having the um, auto fair, you know, pretty much within a month of the event? Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the drag races over at the, the drag strip uh, right. are, are separate from the big facility there, but... Kind of what's preparation and all for you guys and how far in advance? I, I know you're always working on it, but yeah. for the race in particular. Our, um, so the, the whole crew at Charlotte Motor Speedway is about 150 people that are coming to work every day to put on the show. And um, I always tell people we're either uh, preparing for an event, having an event, or cleaning up after one. Um, just always really kind of uh, cycling through the preparation for upcoming <laughs> things. So right now we are actually working on our grass to make sure the grass is ready for auto fare and for the 500. We are repainting the wheel fence. We're um, doing some work on the um, on painting the walls and uh, in fact Graham and some of his buddies uh, were working out at the Speedway this uh, summer and they had the unenviable task of scraping the, the, 
the walls on all the safer barrier. That's oh, wow. Been. He said that was the hardest <laughs> thing ever. I don't think it's ever been done before, uh, but the, the paint was flaking because of, you know, years and years of paint. And um, we uh, just you know, had to get some of that off. But those boys were out there working hard and hot, hot summer and uh, and scraping the walls. But so we've got a whole crew out there that's just, uh, you know, really doing all the things that it takes to um, you know, get the property ready. You are the only person that is a track president and then also manages the overarching Speedway Motorsports. Right. What are you guys focused on as, as far as the future and continuing to make that experience at the track, you know, great for the fans and provide mm-hmm. value for the fans? And, and obviously we hear a lot about attendance and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you see going forward and how that works? I think the biggest thing that we are doing um, is – is adding a lot of variety, um, really focused on the guest experience, and uh, we are just um, you know really passionate about that. We're we're seeking feedback from fans, but uh, we're also you know going out to other venues, other sporting venues or special events, to try to get some some cool ideas and just learn from uh, what else happens out there in the uh, in the entertainment world. And uh, so we've been adding a lot of variety to. Um, to the speedways and different ways of, of camping or watching the race, um, bringing in a lot of cool, fun food. Um, the other day, we just unveiled a new uh, funnel cake for Charlotte, the uh, sweet potato pie casserole mm. funnel cake. That is Sounds good. very good. It's got a lot of gluten in it, though, hon, so you, yeah. can't, you can't try that. Well, I have an idea, and I just want to, while we're here, just let me interject. Can I interject? <laughs> sure. Look, y'all know good and well we need a new skating rink. Don't you say a word. <laughs> Listen, there is one skating rink in Indian Trail, and it is very old. Every roller, skating rink. Roller skating? Yes. Yes. Roller and very I have old. been on him, like white on rice, to get a skating rink. We need to build a skating rink at the track. You could skate in the garage when no, the race isn't going on. We need one. I promise you it would be great. It would be a good multi-use thing for the facility. I and mean, you obviously year. have a lot of events. Hello? You've had monster trucks and And all year. Concerts. They could use it all year. I'm on board. Come well, on. Come, you know what? <laughs> Look, everybody Let's that's start listening with to this, the garage. That, that, that is in favor. Um, say aye. Say aye. All you listeners <laughs> Robert's out rules there. of order. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Any further discussion? No. Nope. Yes, All God's yes, children want the skate right. ring. Hallelujah. I okay, think, well, you do have, or, or you have had, so will you continue to have the Christmas yeah. uh, experience this yep. year so you can ride through the track and do that? And Absolutely. you add more to that every year. Yeah, it's awesome. And one Love year it. you had ice skating. Did you mm-hmm. have ice skating last year? We did not do ice okay. skating last year. So, I mean, that could be a barometer yes. of how things work. But yeah. uh, roller skating, I think, is more popular than ice skating. Yes, it is. It's easier to do. When was the last time you roller skated? You really want to know? Yeah. I just went to a roller skating birthday party. Look at here. Really? Yeah, Look here. Oh, girl, roller girl, ring. My girl. Yes. <laughs> In fact, we were even thinking about buying new skates. We took Wyatt. <gasps> That's uh, awesome. Yes, we did. Uh, you should get a some lot of skates. kids are having roller skating parties, and yeah. we've got Fry's Roller Rink in Concord. Okay. Um, there's a skating rink up in Statesville. And, I mean, they look exactly like they did when I went to them when I was a kid. Yeah. Like the, we furry need carpet a new mushrooms. Did you go to Skate Palace growing up? I went to the one in Kannapolis. I don't even. Is it Kate's or um, one of those right there behind the that um, restaurant that used to be there? Yeah, um, you know, I'm 29. We used to have this. Uh, so Skate Caves. I think it was Skate Land or Skate Town or something. Well, the the uh, when I was when I was in school, they would if you were going to have a roller skating party, the imitations was were. A skate were yellow with uh, with red letters, and you knew that was a skating party, and it was like, yes. 
Oh, it was like Skate party. Yeah, yeah, it was always fun. Yeah. Pizza, that square yeah. pizza, and, uh, you know, the sheet cake and everything. Yeah. It was fun. Well, Let's that's my little suggestion. Okay. And <laughs> we'll, I think that we'll we should call it They See Me Rolling. And they some See Me Rolling. rolling. So, you know, Look. actually, we just put in a new floor in the garage. Um, and so you want us really to try good. to do skate party packages from there and see how that rolls? I think it's it's a nice idea. We I put on Can you a, put a disco uh, ball in the party garage? for Cassie. Yes. We converted a warehouse to a skate, to a, a roller skating rink for a birthday for her. It was magical. And I went all out to yeah, try to did. make it the most amazing skating thing ever. And uh, it was pretty cool. It was really cool. Because, um, you know, I skate in our house all the time. I have indoor wheels. Like, I, I skate once a week in the house <laughs> and the poor UPS guy because for that party guy, I got you those uh, light you got up light up wheels for yeah. the party okay sorry I'm getting cool. off it's the ADD I'm she sorry. loves lights anyway I do. <laughs> she does. I do. You have some really well. She liked this light in our little studio yeah. here, and you have some really cool things that light it for all the holidays and all that kind of stuff that you yes, do. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. LED cool. and fiber optics. You know, yes. You name it. Yes. Light up toilet seat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have that. Oh I'm just God. kidding. I'm so sorry. There's a new idea right there. No, they make them. I've already looked. Oh, but my anyway. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's okay. But, but, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so on that note, from the track standpoint, hurdles. Do you what? What hurdles do you see for our sport and and you guys as track owners? Hmm. I think I uh, get asked that question all the time from a team owner perspective. Yeah. So I'd love to hear your track ownership perspective. I think there's a lot of positive things going on. Um, you know, it's as as the economy continues to improve slowly but surely. Um, I know it's not perfect, but there are some positive things going. More construction is happening. You know, home starts and commercial buildings uh, are, are going up. That's a really good thing for everybody in America. And NASCAR is such a huge sport. It spans across the whole country, all demographics. And, um, and so really the, the health of the um, economy in America is really uh, closely related to NASCAR and NASCAR fans. And, um, you know, gas prices are down. That's a huge helper. Our um, our ticket sales have been up for the last several races. Our camping has been up for the last several races. And I think that's all due to, um, you know, a little better economy out there. I think the racing has been great. And, um, you know, we're seeing some positive things from that. Yeah, as I asked that, I, I thought to myself, not really they're not really hurdles they give you the opportunity to change really yep. they give you the opportunity to introduce new experiences and mm -hmm. things like that i know from our standpoint we work with you guys and we work with levy um the whiskey river concept yeah. at the track in charlotte love that and that seems to be really popular and go over really well and there was a time when you guys wouldn't even touched anything from the outside coming in and well that's you know, a great example of that variety thing yeah, that i was talking exactly. about we've we've really learned through the you know, the downtrend of the recession, we had to just kind of reinvent some mm -hmm. things. And so we have a lower entry ticket price on the low end. You've got kids that can get in for 10 bucks. Uh, just a lot of things that are that are different. And then you know, we've got some crazy experiences like the uh, chairman's experience in Bristol that's almost $3,000 a ticket, but you get to go everywhere. It's a sweet ticket. It's all your food and beverage. You've got golf cart service. You go to the driver's meeting. You go back to the backstage area during driver intros. Wow. And I mean, there were people, there's only 25 tickets to, Available. The, to that particular program. 
but those they were in Victory Lane. You know, they were everywhere I was uh, <laughs> you know, during the Bristol weekend. So that made me think cool. of the. Uh, you have a really cool camping experience for Charlotte. The gl- yeah. some sort of glam. The glamping. Thing. Yeah. yeah, glamping. Right underneath Speedway TV, you've got a uh, really cool camping set up there, and yeah. you can be in a fantastic RV or a really cool uh, white tent, and uh, it, it's a great setup. Yeah. Some of my greatest memories as a kid were being there at the race at Charlotte and just right on the hill of the road course there, looking right. out at turn one. Uh, I mean, I remember my dad and them would go out and park their trucks early in the week for us because, like, the whole Earnhardt family came out and flatbed trucks or yeah. whatever it was. And wow. Stayed, and it was a really good time. That's cool. That's really cool. good experiences. You can still have those experiences today. It still works like that. You can. You know? I, I love it. We've been... Um, you know, Charlotte is kind of all hands on deck for us just being the home track. Yeah. But when we go to Bristol, mm-hmm. um, I love it. <laughs> you know, we, we camp there and uh, the kids love it. Uh, we've can't stayed in an RV there probably what since Graham was like yeah. four or five years old. That's I love doing they that love it. so much. I lo- we love camping. Now, how many other events do you go outside of your own tracks um, throughout uh, the year? I go to Daytona in the in the spring and um, that's pretty much the the only one that I'll go to you know, as far as races we've got 13 NASCAR weekends and uh, six NHRA yeah, true, uh, weekends true. and some indie racing and yep. auto fairs and a bunch of other things that kind of keep us busy but um, we just had the um, finals uh, the final IndyCar race in Sonoma got some big concert festivals that we host and just try to put on a big party and yeah. have fun. I forget. Yeah, I was just thinking about the home track here in Charlotte. I forgot how big things were oh, yeah. <laughs> for well, you and where you travel. It's not nearly as busy as y'all. Um, but, oh, uh, I don't know. I always compare my, my schedule to a, to a race team. And, man, race team schedule is so busy, so busy. So I'm glad that we um, that we only have 13 NASCAR Yeah, weekends. I think life in yeah. general is busy. You guys are busy at ball games and Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is, but you know what? It's you just flow, don't you? Just, you just yeah, roll. you just go. There was a time in my life when all of it, uh, you know, the the um, OCD, so all of that would just wear me out, and the planning and the list, and I would always look forward. <laughs> I think you we're know, the same person. <laughs> really, I mean, I've really had to talk to myself, yes, and and exactly. I have to talk to myself daily. With I do hourly, too. Y'all share that. We are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I would, I mean, it would drive me crazy. And when, you know, when I managed over at um, Sports Image and I didn't have kids and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, people being sick and all this kind of stuff just irked. Oh, my goodness. You know, irked me to death. Yeah. And, Obviously, having your own kids and all, there's a lot of things that calm down about you. But I would never enjoy the moment because I'm always planning. It's like, yep. what's tomorrow? What's tomorrow? And, right. you know, at some point over the last couple of years, you, there's just the wake up and said, you better stop and enjoy. Wyatt is, a, a, you know, is a lot of that coming in. You're older. You have kids mm-hmm. when you're older. It's just a different experience, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, wouldn't trade anything with my girls. And their experience now is better because of all of that. Right. You know? yeah. and, you just got to slow down and smell the coffee and That's good. sing in your robe in the morning. And <laughs> I'm going to try it. That's you realize good. what's you important should. and what you need to stress over. Yeah. There's so many things I think you probably stressed over, and I did too. And you just go, okay, Why? at the end of the day, come on now. Look. Yeah. I ask my question, like, how is this going to change me? Yeah. You know, like, what, mm-hmm. what is this really going to affect me? And I was talking about my nine-year-old and her meltdowns. Same thing with her, mm-hmm. Kennedy. Does that really matter to you? And how did that just change your life right here? Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, you you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 
It doesn't uh-huh. really matter that your sister just took the red lollipop and you've got the pink lollipop. Like, let's just <laughs> move on. It's that bad, Cassie. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my word. Uh, yep. She doesn't listen to Fast Lane Family, so it's okay. <laughs> love you. In case you're listening. Bring her to the house. I'll slap a wig on her. We'll have us a good time. Oh, she would love it. Yeah. Do you guys, Bruton, is, do you guys live near each other? We do. Next do. door. Right next, so next door. door. Right yeah. next door. So you were getting told how to make dinner the other night, I saw. <laughs> well, you know, I called him and just told him, you know, I try to fix dinner for him at least two two nights a week, if maybe three sometimes on the weekends more. But so I told him and he said, okay, what are we, what are you having? It's, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to bring dinner to you. Well, okay, but what is it? <laughs> and I'm like, really, Bruton? Okay. Well, and how are you going to prepare that? And I'm thinking, dude, you're going to get a free dinner. He's but a good food critic. Not just yes. free. The fact that someone's doing it for <laughs> you, that would be the best for me. I wouldn't care how much it costs if you were still cooking. And he always loves it. But he always loves it. You know, on occasion, Marcus and I, we cook our meat, you know, to death. If we cook our meat, you I can like it pretty well done. Yeah, we like it. And Bruton does not like it well done. So there have been a, a couple of times where he'll call and go, cook the chicken too long and I'm like oh my word we're well, not going to get salmonella so hallelujah you know and, but yeah he does Bruton and I have a really special what do you make you made some fish and some uh and sweet potato, sweet potato. Yeah. and a biscuit right. and he loved yeah. it he said it was great yeah, yeah he loved it he just he just kind of likes to have his input in everything so oh yeah he does fried chicken is like he he knows how fried chicken supposed to be done but if it's not done right then, you yeah, know, I wouldn't even try fried good. chicken for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Are your siblings all? Your siblings are all in the area, right? Yeah. So yeah. family functions and that kind of stuff. You guys still do a lot of that, and yeah. you have people with you all the time. I do. I'd see Marcus in a lot of things. Church mornings, oh, kids right. games. Right. That You're talking kind of about thing. her Instagram yeah. and Twitter yeah. feed. I'm all yeah. over. Yeah. I got friends everywhere. She does. Mm. She's moving. Yeah. Yes. But we have fun, and usually at our family gatherings, his dad sits beside me. I mean, it doesn't matter. He'll make someone move. And if you're not paying attention, this is he's just not the whole time. Hey, I got to tell you something. So I have a bruise on my arm. Called Bruton. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, please stop hitting me, Bruton. Did, did you hear what I just said? Yes, but there's another person I'm talking to. You know, he's just this constantly. He's he's demanding. He likes you. Guy. I love him. Yeah, but. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Yeah. I do. I mean, it's just funny because we've really, you know, he kind of grew on me like a wart in <laughs> over the years. But in the beginning, the early years were just kind of tough because yeah. I speak my mind. And, you know, I don't know that he was used to people really speaking their mind. But now I can tell you he really is one of my best friends. <laughs> and we we just have this little button pushing thing going on. But it's done in love. Yeah. yeah. My favorite thing about Charlotte Race Week outside of the event itself is the um, MRO. Yes. Uh, Night with New Song. Oh, yeah. oh it's the um, best. Really yeah, it, it is. is the best. The first year you got up and sang, when I didn't know you then really, you know, I mean, I knew who you were. <laughs> And, um, oh, this I'm year's like, gonna be good. I'm gonna pull you up there with me. No, mm. no, you can pull Carson up there. And, um, this is so much fun. It is so event. much fun. Oh and and it's intimate. The setting is so intimate. Oh, I love it. I do too. It's one thing. I mean, I really look forward to that. I do too. Every year we always supported it for the last, I don't know, six or eight years. My nanny ha- always used our tickets. So one year she said, you know, Kelly, why don't you and the girls go? I think you would really like this. And, Maybe they'll put our table up front that you guys buy because they always put us in the back because you never come. <laughs> and uh, 
we always do that, you know, whatever the top sponsorship thing is or whatever. And so I went and I'm, I was hooked. I said, this is on my that's calendar great. for next it year. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. That's it's, great. Um, it's so awesome. So fun. And Cassie singing Christmas shoes. Yeah, but now I sing Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama now. The first year yeah. I sang Christmas shoes. Oh, you shoes. did? Okay, They I did it for then. me, even though it was October. I was like, <laughs> And so they let me sing the little boy part. So they sang the whole song, and then I came in singing the little boy part. But I think the memory he tried, I think he thought I was just going to cut off right, yes. right when that was over. Look, I was not done. I just kept going, <laughs> and they're like, okay, she just, all right. And now, with your creativity, do you... How's the input from the standpoint of at the track or the Christmas? I'm thinking of the Christmas experience at the track. Like, you give some good ideas for that that he does to like other than the roller skating rink? You know, or? I think he's, I mean, really, the Christmas thing, Did you? were you lying when you said that you did that kind of for me? I mean, you said <laughs> I inspired. Well, let's don't go there. Well, it was, a, it was an idea Christmas. that yes. a couple of people had, and uh, and we love, you know, Christmas at our house. We do lights. Yes. She, she does the inside, and me and Graham do the outside, and... And uh, and then when one of my colleagues said, well, why don't we have Christmas at the Speedway? We'd been doing it for several years in Bristol. And, um, you know, the idea to, to do it in Charlotte, I really hadn't given it much thought. But one of my colleagues suggested, you know, maybe we should look into this. And it, it's so much fun. I love having the Christmas lights um, at the Speedway. So many yeah. people come out that, um, you know, maybe never have been to the Speedway, but you get uh, you know, forty or fifty thousand uh, families that come yeah. out and just uh, enjoy themselves out there. And typically, a month that's not real busy. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we enjoy it. It's you know, it's interesting to see how things are transformed. I mean, it's still obviously it's still it's like a racetrack, but yeah. even when you go in the garages and all that kind of stuff with the different things that are set in the live nativity yeah. and all those different things that are set up, you're like, oh wow, I'm really in a racetrack. <laughs> I know. I, I, love, I the, love the uh, the Polar Express <laughs> movie on Speedway TV is so cool at night you know because you got the black night sky yeah and the way that movie is set up uh it's at night and you know the guys are on the train it's just a really cool the lights and the grandstand yeah yeah it's that. awesome i'm raising my hand yeah. like Go i'm ahead. in school okay i have an idea though yeah since the roller skating it's probably not going to be happening what about <laughs> what about christmas karaoke and have <clears throat> look all guys children love karaoke what if we have a stage set up for christmas for carolina christmas or speedway christmas and you have karaoke. Oh, if you'll do it, I'll do it. Oh, my word. I will be there every night. All right. Okay? Listen to me. I will come. I have a Miss, Miss Claus outfit. I got me a Rudolph. I got an elf. But wouldn't that be fun to have people up mm -hmm. there doing karaoke Christmas songs? You want to be on the TV, too? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hello, my it's word. the whole reason. Uh, that would do you happen incredible. to hang out with Miss Hendrick at all? She's not like me, though. She loves she Christmas. She has a lot of costumes. No, she does, but, but her personality. No, her really? personality is totally, totally not like yes. you. Yes. But she does have a lot of costumes that she likes to entertain her grandkids with. Really? And there could be some things that y'all could do together. You know what? We could. Funny. I could. I could Funny. get her up there. There we could, could do a be duet. some things that you could do together. <laughs> I, she probably is not going to be into the singing and that kind of thing because she's sort of reserved. Yes. She's, uh -huh. a, good, she's a good balance yeah. for me. Yeah. That's um, good. Yeah, but I, I didn't I go to, I dressed up as an elf one year and went to the Carolina Christmas. Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. Yep. Good times. It's fun, but she, um, the way that our Christmas show goes on and, and our, our team really does a good job of putting that together. And then I want Cassie and some friends to come out and give me feedback. You know, how, what do you think about it? And it's great to get them out early yeah. in the season so we can make some adjustments based on our feedback. Well, I thank y'all for joining us. We probably, we probably are out of time, aren't we? 
We I'm sure. Listen, when Kenny, I know it can go and go. It can go and go and go. I know. But we'll leave some things on the table so we can uh, chat again sometime. Okay. Look, does he I have can, to come or can I just? I know. I, I was just going to say uh. that we. I think we can have a whole segment with just cast. I deserve um, a cookie for uh, sitting through all the business. I know. No, I if, if he doesn't come, though, he will probably send, you know, someone along with you from PR or something just so that. Uh, That's fine. Oh, it's yeah. Cassie unfiltered. Yeah. Cassie yeah. I don't really need yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I don't need anybody. I can. I'm on my own show. Look. She can just be Cassie. We don't, mm. have to, we don't have to say where she comes from. No. <laughs> yeah. You know I'll, what? I'll drive her she over here and I'll help planet. the guys work on the cars while y'all talk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever join in on her annex when she's somewhere? Oh my gosh! I mean, no, he not by video. choice. Because he has to You're video. You're usually videoing. That would be my preferred location. Oh yeah. So yes. you like the video Usually, part. I'm just like we video this, like in Vegas when we went to New York, New York, and we walked by a lounge, and there's a guy in there performing, and I just walked up to him and said, "I'd like to borrow your microphone." Remember that? Oh I yeah. A, I have a video, <laughs> so and he funny. let me. And there's, you know, a whole like audience. a lounge singer, a lounge singer, and, and he's just, singing, like, and he this. takes a breath. And Cassie <laughs> like, gets up there and it's like, excuse me. And can he I? let me. And we have <laughs> it on did. video. I can actually show you. It was it was pretty funny. Do you go out, like, do you dress up and go out publicly to the mm-hmm. stores and stuff? Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm very comfortable in wigs. and I mean, I've seen, yeah. I've seen the wigs and that that's just, that's kind of cool. But like the Pocahontas outfit and things like that, like you just yeah. We went wherever. to dinner that night in Texas. Remember, we went out to eat. <laughs> oh yeah, you sure did. I have a video. That wasn't a costume party. No. That was during Halloween <laughs> weekend though. But wasn't we it? went to dinner and I walked around. As do you Pocahontas. have costume parties? Uh, yes. Well, it, just every day is really a costume. I know party. for you, but, but yes, like we you know, do. where you invite other people and you make them dress up. When we do karaoke, typically yeah. you know you have to dress up. I will try to get people to dress up. Yeah. If it's not dress up, it's like uh, you know, sweatpants and t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't. I think I just don't mind if people stare. You know, it just it doesn't bother me. So yeah. I love it. Wasn't this fun? It was fun. Totally Thanks fun. for having us. No, I appreciate you guys coming. All right, it's time now for our tip of the week brought to you by Wella Professionals. If you've watched any of the awards lately, the faux hawk styles are all the rage. This style originated in the 80s with the punk culture and has gained momentum again, but with a more subtle approach. First, you want to make sure that you are working with your favorite Wella shampoo for your hair type. To begin, you section off your crown area. This will be the last piece to style. Proceed to slick the sides of the hair with flowing form smoothing balm. This will help keep the hair in place and provide a hold. Once you've secured the sides, you need to decide if you want to tuck the hair underneath for a funky updo or leave it loose. Whichever you choose, utilize the Pearl Styler Styling Gel to smooth out the ends and give you some shine. Lastly, backcomb the crown area and create a pompadour emphasizing the frontal area on the top of your head. Once you've achieved the look you want, make sure to pin the pieces in place, spray the hair with your Stay Firm Finishing Spray, and this will help with any flyaways. You can purchase all of these Wella products mentioned in today's tip at any of the 782 Ulta stores nationwide or purchase online at Ulta.com. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Fast Lane Family. Fastlane Family has been brought to you by Wella Professional Hair Care, multi-sensorial hair care products that you will see, touch, and sense the difference from your very first wash. Hair care needs from fine to normal to color to coarse, Wella's got you covered. Wella Professional Hair Care products are available at over 780 Ulta stores nationwide. Visit Ulta.com to find the store nearest you. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 